Stacy, you turned me off. Now I'm on. It was red, now it's green. Ooh. <laughs> There's an ant up here with me. <laughs> the scripture reading for today is taken from Psalm 56, verse 4. In God, whose word I praise, in God I trust, and I am not afraid. This is the word of God for all God's people. Thanks be to God. Well, today's message is God doesn't say no. He says yes to what's best. Dear Lord, let this message bring all closer to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, there you go. Well, I went and got myself a reputation. I didn't mean to. I was just minding my own business, doing what my friend, that's what my friend Lori used to say, minding my own business. I was just doing what you're supposed to do every day. Then I got some people involved and some other people involved, and then a yearly thing started, and then these monthly little prayer things, and three other churches got involved. And now people walk up to me and they say, you're that prayer lady, aren't you? So I'm getting recognized, and it's, it's weird. I'm just following the Bible. Should it really be that big of a deal? Next. Prayer is nothing new to me. I gave my heart to Jesus when I was three years old. Some older neighborhoods, I was living in Wellington. They and, oh, yeah, if you want to see the pictures, they're on the back. <laughs> um, some older neighbor kids invited me to Bethany Lutheran Church in Wellington, and it was one block from my house, and I got to hold hands with my neighbor, Jerry Perkins, while his sister walked us to that block, and I got to dress up in fancy clothes, and I had a little purse for my Jesus money. It was something else. Um, so that was when I was three. When I was four, we moved to Penfield. I went to Penfield Community Church. And then when I was 11, we moved to LaGrange. So I came to LaGrange UMC. And I found out my great, 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 four of them, grandfather Addison Foster is the man who gave the land and the money to start this church. He used to live next door. So that was really special when I found that out. But all of those places were where I first learned about God the Father, our creator and maker, Jesus the Son, our Savior, God's gift to us, the Holy Spirit, the presence of God in your life, and I also learned about God's holy word, the Bible, and the truth, and to pray. Okay, next. I've always been the one that people ask me to pray for them. It started back when I was in school, and then later coworkers, friends, family. In fact, I bet if you look in the directory, there isn't one person in this church I have not prayed for. My family is the same. We're just prayer warriors. Charlie and CJ have people seek them out all the time, too. 
It's no secret we'll pray for other people. And we also have personal prayer partners that we turn to. They pray for us. We pray for them. And even people whose faith is not strong come to us, and they're comforted knowing they're being prayed for. Charlie works with a lady who's not a believer, yet she comes to his office all the time and shares her struggles and says, I thought you should know this. And she'll never say it, but what she knows he's going to do and what she wants is for those prayers. I make comfort pillows, drain tube aprons, scarves, headbands, and crocheted hats for our local cancer center. I pray over everything I make. Each of the gifts includes a note. This was made especially for you. Stay strong. You're not alone. You're in my prayers. I get notes and cards all the time from these people thanking me and telling them what a difference it made in their journey and how they felt the prayers. And I occasionally get money from these people wanting them to continue my ministry. I've never had to wonder how I'm going to buy fabric or thread or stuffing or yarn, whatever. People just give it. They, they, want, they want to help. So how's your prayer life going? <laughs> I thought we could review this morning. So what is prayer and how do you do it? Prayer is communicating with God. Communication is the biggest factor in any relationship you have, and your relationship with God is no different. He's waiting to hear from you in any way that connects you with him. It can be spoken, it can be silent, or you can sing to him. He, God wants that personal relationship with you. He wants you to spend time with him and get to know him. Build your friendship with him. How can you even serve God if you don't talk to him and listen to what his direction is for you? Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. I try not to answer requests of my time until I pray about it. And if anybody tries pressuring me and I haven't had time to pray, the answer is automatically no. I don't have a Facebook account. I saw early on some of the dangers and the fakeness of it. I prayed about it, and still to this day, God has not told me to get an account, so I don't. Some people think that's silly. A lot of people have tried me to do it, but I won't go against God's direction for me. I have nothing against anybody else that does it. You know, if God's directing you to do it, you know, there's a purpose for you with it. There just isn't for me. So just don't do it because the world's doing it. Do it because God said to. So I, bought a I brought a toy with me this morning. It's called the Magic 8-Ball. It's, howl, howl, wow. it's a hollow ball filled with liquid and a 20-sided die that floats inside with a window on the back of it. It has 20 possible answers. It was invented in 1946 and was marketed by Mattel starting in 1950. 
it became popular in the late 70s. The package says, the magic eight ball has all the answers. <laughs> and it also says, solving life's dilemmas since 1950. <laughs> so to use it, you ask it a yes or no question, you shake it up and turn it over, and the die floats to the top and reveals an answer such as yes, no, most likely, outlook good, my sources say no, don't count on it, signs point to yes, or reply hazy. I had a cousin who had this toy when we were growing up, and what happened a lot of times, you'd, get the, you'd ask it the question, and you wouldn't get the answer you wanted, so you shook it up again and tried to get the message you wanted. Sometimes we treat God like that. We know he does have all the answers, but we hear what we don't want to hear. We can become impatient. We shake him up a little and beg him for our answer, the one we want to hear. But when we do that, we aren't really listening to him, and this doesn't produce the best answer or his blessing. It's better to trust his answer even if it doesn't make sense to us. He knows what's best at all times. By the way, I never owned a Magic 8 Ball until now. I wrote that part of the message and I started asking all over everybody, can I borrow one? Do you have one? Nobody I could find had one. Then two weeks ago, I walked into Goodwill and there was one right there. Talk about God having a plan when I didn't. <laughs> so where do you pray? You can pray anywhere you feel led to at any time. You can sit down, you can kneel, you can have your eyes closed, you can have your eyes open, hands folded. You can pray while you walk, while you drive, while you work, while you do anything. I talk to God every day while I'm working out. And sometimes I sing to God as a prayer. I, choose, I chose Kumbaya as the hymn of preparation this morning. It means come by here. When you sing it, you are inviting the Lord to come to you. When I'm with the Lord and I sing it as a prayer, I replace the first kumbaya with whatever's troubling me. I'm frustrated, Lord, kumbaya. I'm exhausted, Lord, kumbaya. I don't understand, Lord, kumbaya. <laughs> so you can do that too with whatever's troubling you. When should you pray? All day long. 1 Thessalonians 5.17 says, pray without ceasing. Why should you pray? Well, there's a song the country artists Big and Rich have called, That's Why I Pray. The chorus goes, I'm begging for forgiveness. I want to make a difference, even in the smallest way. I'm only one person, but I can feel it working. I believe in better days. That's why I pray, yeah, that's why I pray. When you pray, God gives you strength, wisdom, direction, renewal, and restoration. Through God, you get the truth. You are worthy, loved, and protected. When you're in the middle of any situation that is a problem, connect right away to God. 
Turning to him will lead you from the darkness right to the light. It is through him you can have peace and calm even in the worst of times. I have no, I have no idea how people get through life without praying. God hears and answers every prayer, and he doesn't say no. Does that surprise you that God doesn't say no? There's only three answers that God gives to prayer. Yes. We like that, don't we? That's a good one. Yes. The second one is not yet. It has to be in his timing. So you mean I got to wait for something to happen? <laughs> and then the last one is I have something better for your good. And that's a hard one because that means I'm not in charge. He is, and I've, that's hard. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to press for you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Even if it's a while before your circumstances change, do not allow Satan to steal your joy. God works behind the scenes. Trust his plan, his method, his direction, and his timing. Know he has a plan, but look out, because so does Satan. God will take care of any situation. He's always in control, and prayer is your power against the enemy. And God is always bigger than any problem. I guess it would be like doing a jigsaw puzzle and not knowing what the final picture would be. No box to look at, just pieces to sort and put together. And as you start, you might think you, what, you know what the picture is, but until all the pieces are joined together, you would have no clue what, what, is, what God is doing and what is happening. You might be sitting there thinking, but my loved one is gone. How can that be what's best? I know it doesn't feel like it, but somehow in God's plan for your good, it is. Trust me, I live every day with the aching of missing my dad and my mom. I want more time when I should be saying thank you for the gift they were and the time I had with them. That was 40 years ago when I graduated. Oh, <laughs> there it is. They were two years older than my son is right now. <laughs> In the case of both my dad and mom, if they had lived, it wouldn't be as I had known and loved them. They would have both been deprived of any normal function, not able to enjoy life, and maybe not even conscious of anything or anyone. So in that case, their early deaths are better than a life of non-existence. They are safe, happy, whole, complete, and together in heaven. And I have to trust that this is good and a rest easy, that this was part of God's plan for me and for them. This is better even though it breaks my heart. Casting Crowns has a song, Praise You in the Storm, and I hang on to some of the words. Although my heart is torn, I will praise you in this storm. Do you hear God? 
James 4, 8 says, draw near to God and he will come near to you. God is with you always. He speaks through your thoughts, the Bible, other books, sometimes videos, and other people. For me, he also speaks through songs, as you can see, I'm talking about songs all morning, and dreams. The closer you get to him, the more you will know it's him. And sometimes you may actually hear a voice that is God. On February 7th, 2000, we went to my parents' house to borrow a suitcase from my dad for a work trip Charlie was going on the next day. My dad hadn't felt good in months, and no doctor could figure out what was going on, why his blood pressure was up and down. He lost blood at one point. They had no idea where, what the cause was, and he was always tired and weak. He came home from work that day, and he went to the couch. He was not feeling well at all that day, and he didn't look good. I said bye as we left, and I got to the door, and this voice said to me, make sure he heard you. So I went back, and I looked Dad right in the eyes, and I said goodbye. The next day, he went to work, and he was gone. I had no clue the day before would be the last time I got to speak to him. I know without a doubt that was the voice of God directing me, saying, go back, make sure. I'm glad I listened. If, if I hadn't had a strong relationship with the Lord, I would have missed that. I wouldn't have had my final words with my dad. So a good, really good way to pray is the word, is the acronym ACTS. It stands for Adoration, Confession, Thanksgiving, and Supplication. The Bible describes this in Philippians 4, verse 6. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So let's, I'll try to do this quick. I know we're running over. Let's go through each letter of Acts and what it means. There we go. Adoration is praising God, telling him how much he means to you, who he is, why you appreciate him, and how much you love him. You can say things like, Dear Gracious Father, Dear Heavenly Father, Dear All-Knowing Father, God, you are so awesome. We praise and celebrate you for being our creator, provider, protector, and guide. It is through you that all is possible. It is because of you there's no need to worry. You are the source of true joy, comfort, peace, and strength. You empower you empower and love us unconditionally. I am nothing without you. Confession is admitting of your sin and saying sorry. You can say something like, I'm sorry for not relying on you and trying to do things my way. I'm sorry for my wrong actions and wrong thoughts. 
you can specifically name whatever you're talking about right to him. Thanksgiving is expressing gratitude to God for all you have and all he does for you. Everything you have is a gift from God. First Chronicles 16:34 says, "Give thanks to the Lord for he is good, his love endures forever." First Thessalonians 5:18 says, "Give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus." You can say something like this for the Thanksgiving. Thank you, Lord, for food, water, home, clothing, family, husband, son, grandchildren, friends, health, finances, church. Thank him for any blessings in your life. You can name anything that brings you joy. Thank you, Lord, for fabric and chocolate. <laughs> Supplication is just your prayer request just like uh, we do concerns up here. It's asking for God's help, sharing your concerns and the needs of yourself and others, asking for strength, guidance, direction, health, safety, healing, hope, and peace. Psalm 46.1 says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Are you anxious about circumstances? Are you worried? Peace is not based on your circumstances. The only way to inner peace is through your walk and talk with God and your faith and dependence on him. There's no need to worry. Worry is a waste of time. It's like that rocking chair right there. It keeps you occupied, but it won't get you anywhere. Worry is focusing in the wrong direction. You know, I know all these things, and I believe them, but worry is something I struggle with. <laughs> I have to remind myself, just surrender to God. He will handle it. I don't have to. Psalm 71.1 says, In thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. Let me never be put to confusion. Pray and trust him. He knows the right answer for you. He has a plan. Pastor Mark used to say, it's like riding on the back of a tandem bike. God's driving and you're hanging on for dear life and it might get scary and everything else, but just hang on because he, he's, he's always in control even when it makes no sense. Everything that happens has a purpose. Every storm has a reason. You don't need to understand it. Struggles get us closer to him, test our faith and devotion, and sometimes the trial isn't even about you. It's so God can use you to help someone else. My own struggle led me to make comfort pillows for that cancer center. I wouldn't have known that was a need if I hadn't have gone through that. Romans 8:28 says, "For God works all things together for good to those who love him and are called according to his purpose." Have confidence in God's plans. Know he is always present. Do not be filled with worry, anger, fear, and frustration. God sees it all. 
Wait for his timing. That will bring a blessing. Pray about everything. Worry about nothing. When you keep a good attitude despite your circumstances, God will heal, restore, and empower you. Jody Messina has a song she wrote during her battle with breast cancer. It's called, My God is Bigger Than This. Here are some of the lyrics. No, I'm not coming from the other side. I'm caught up in a raging sea. With all the chaos and confusion, I, I can hardly breathe. The waves come crashing in. Darkness surrounds me. So relentless, I feel like I'm drowning. My God is bigger than this. He's bigger than this. My God is bigger than this. His love is greater. Well, I don't know which way to go. I can't see what's in front of me. When I'm walking down this broken road, oh, I don't even know who I'll be. But love sees further than, further than I'll ever know. I find my strength in letting go. My God is bigger than this. He's bigger than this. My God is bigger than this. His love is greater. Another song by Jody Messina is Need You Now. And some of the words to that are, I'm standing on a road I didn't plan, wondering how I got to where I am. I'm trying to hear that still, small voice. I'm trying to hear above the noise. How many times have you heard me cry out, God, please take this? How many times have you given me strength just to keep breathing? Oh, I need you. God, I need you now. Isaiah 41.10 says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will with, uphold you with my righteous hand. In Jesus' name, amen. So our we need to go get the kids, please. Our final song is My Life Is In You. And we're going to have a little percussion thing going on up here.
All right, and then you guys out there can either clap or you can get your keys out and use the uh, golf pencils like a triangle. So whatever you want to do out there. Okay, so we're going to, uh, it's in four, and we're going to do it on the count of two and four. Okay? So stand up and join us. Let's make some noise. <laughs>